Hey guys, this is Matt Pandola with your Monday Motivation. And I am Jake Parker. This is episode 48. We're going to talk about work plus rest equals... Success, baby. Yeah, buddy. So we've done previous podcasts. Check out the last two. We talked about recovery because that is an essential part of this equation. And then we've talked about the actual work part, which obviously is involved with your exercise. And that ultimately leads you to your success. But Matt, how do we define success? I think is one of the harder parts. Like everyone's going to have a different idea of I'm succeeding or you're not succeeding. Well, it's it's individual. It's almost like, Jake, when you ask me these questions, you know what the answer is. I kind of am baiting you to just, I just want the content. Just go, Matt, go. All right. So the common theme that I deal with a lot of times, my clients don't know their why to start. That's a big problem. Either that or their why is unrealistic. And so we want to make sure that we have results, but we want realistic results. If you don't set that up, you're setting yourself up for failure. You feel so disappointed because you think you're going to have six-pack abs in six weeks, and it's just not going to be in the cards. For most people, that's not how it works. Some people are going to have really quick responses to training. So let me explain something to you. You may have seen that person that does a three-month challenge, and you just cannot believe the results they get. Yeah, I've seen it. Well, there's so many tricks to this. First of all, depends. If it's an actual contest, they might be purposefully gaining as much weight as they can before pictures are taken. They have a ton of water weight. They're purposefully bloating themselves for the pictures. So that's a that can be a part of it. But let's just assume that it's not, and even that it's just one of your friends that you train with in the gym. And why does he or she get better results quicker than you? Well, the answer is they have most likely done the work already in the past. And the way I think of it is they're just waking up that dormant fitness that is there. And that comes quicker. So perfect example, my wife, which by the way, she's going to be on the podcast soon. We're going to be talking with her about how she trains and why. And and uh, I think you guys will love to hear that as somebody who's training for a secondary black belt and also doing Spartan races, et cetera, et cetera. But also, and I know this is going to embarrass her, but she has the aesthetics that a lot of her friends want. And so they ask her like, what are you doing? How do you know? Just tell me what your workouts are. Tell me how many calories you eat. I'll just do it all like you do it. And it's not going to be the same because she was a professional dancer for a decade. And that is the work part that she put in for a long, long time and, and built those layers. Now that's not to say that you can't get there too. It just means that if you've never been there before, it's certainly going to take you longer to get there. So just dig in and be willing and ready to do that work and don't expect your results to come exactly or as quickly as another person's, or maybe yours will come a bit quicker than somebody else that you're training with and you're giving them this information, have them listen to this podcast so that they don't give up on themselves either. I think that's the key is don't compare it 
for good or for bad, don't compare your position or wherever you're at to anyone else, no matter who it is. But basically, where are you is what I'm taking away from that is you have to be honest about what phase you are in. And if you are brand new to this, you might see some magical seeming results right away. And if you've been doing this for years, it may take you months to get anything noticeable. So, Jake, I'll tell you my experience as an athlete. I was an, a distance runner, as you guys know. But listen, I could not do 10 push-ups. Right. I couldn't do any pull-ups. And, you know, when it came to bar work, like squats and deadlifts, I was afraid of the bar. I mean, flat out just afraid of it. And I had a, a lot of injuries earlier on in my career because I didn't have the strength base that we talk about now. And I wish that I had been shown or taught these fundamentals because I certainly would have been able to utilize that type of strength to support my running back then. But that's also an example of somebody like myself when I was young in my 20s, I was not nearly as strong as I would like to think I am now. And so I'm certainly not the strongest guy in the gym now, but relatively, I'm much, much stronger than I was then. And I can, for example, do 118 push-ups in two minutes is my personal best. Coming from the point where I couldn't do 10. And when I say 10, they were not good pushups. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if any of them were proper. And I could, I think I maxed out at 28 pull-ups, something like that. My deadlift, I got to two and a half times my body weight in my deadlift. So, you know, these numbers all went up. It took me a decade right. to get those numbers up to where they are now. And so maturity in training, I actually, as I got older, I actually developed better and better strength, which actually debunks a lot of the things that people hear. Like when you turn over 40, you start to just lose strength and you, that's not necessarily true. And certainly for somebody like me who had not peaked on my strength when I was in my twenties, it actually started to get closer to that peak in my 40s. Yeah, and that's an inspiring story. But again, success is defined differently, varying from individual to individual. So if you were the the kid who was really good at distant sports, at endurance running, but you didn't have that strength, well then sure, you start training strength, you're not going to be at the same starting point that maybe the heavier but slower kid is going to be at. And that's similar to our topic that we covered in our last episode, Matt, episode 47. If you haven't listened to that, definitely give it a listen because you can hear a lot about the mistakes that people, ourselves included, have made in the gym and ways to avoid it. But basically what we're saying is your success is going to be defined by your starting point and then what you do from there. So how many days a week are you training? What are you eating? How are you recovering and sleeping outside? All of these things are factors and that's why someone else's success may look simple or easier than yours is. And I would emphasize what do you think our results. Because if your results are what you see in some magazine, and that is in your mind the results you want, that's not fair to you. You're not giving yourself a chance there. Unless you you know happen to be that person that's been there before and you know that that is part of your 
genetic traits, let's say, to get to that point, and then you want to make it a goal to get to that point again. Okay, great. For for most of us, though, and I'll take myself again an example is what my results in running, let's say, a half marathon. I'm never going to achieve the results I got in my 20s. Mm-hmm. I'm never going to PR in any road race again. What I can do, though, is get good relative results for me now. So that's part of keeping it realistic, which, by the way, I chose Spartan to really focus on that in part because it's a perfect way for me to execute my strength and my running and what I like to think of as my mental industriousness and enthusiasm for the sport. And I believe that I can have a little bit more of an advantage as I'm older because I'm more calloused. And the more calloused I am, I feel like the better I can be in a race like Spartan where there's a lot of how uncomfortable can you be and also, you don't know necessarily what the next obstacle is going to be. You don't know what the course is like until hours before. Or me personally, I just don't even look and I just go do it. This is part of what I feel like has gotten better as I've gotten older. So what kind of results do I expect from myself and why? Hopefully, everyone listening has a good indication about what incremental improvements they can achieve And just remember, you can always go up from there. So if you're putting yourself a couple steps forward and you think, yeah, but I want to be 10 steps forward, there's nothing wrong with that. You can be 10 steps forward like we talked about in the beginning of this. It just may take longer, but if you're willing to pay the price and you're willing to do the work consistently and you're really wanting to dedicate yourself to this process, well, that's the sweetness of this journey is, yeah, I get to be in this process for the next 10 years if that's what it takes. But you know what? I've chosen something I really love and enjoy, and I don't necessarily want to rush it. Like, What's the point of rushing to that goal if I'm trying to get ready for the summer? That can be understandable that it's a shorter time period. But as long as I'm being realistic, I can think to myself, wow, I'm feeling pretty proud of the results I've gotten. I'm definitely leaner if that's my goal. And I can go to the beach and feel confident, feel good about myself. But I can also think longer term and sometimes knowing that you're going to be even fitter when you're 45 instead of 40 or when you're 60 instead of 50 those can be incredible incentives because as I get older, I'm actually getting better. And how many people can say they do that? I think that's a reasonable goal for most of us to have, Matt. And I love that you bring up the the summer beach body because, yeah, everybody thinks about this summer. No one ever starts to think about next summer. So what is that end goal? It's not a one-size-fits-all goal. And if you saw it on a magazine and you decide that that's your end goal, maybe do a reassessment, reevaluate your priorities, and rethink what goals you have. And always share them with us. We want to hear from you. You can email us at pendolaproject at gmail. And remember, every day, not just today, is your chance to see results. Thanks for listening.